Welcome to What's Life, the podcast that asks the question in its title, What is Life? Mm-hmm. I, Paul McWhorter, have been trying to find the answer via my weekly Bible, That's Life magazine. I'll be spreading the good word of the That's Life Bible unto my friend, Luke Palmer. Hello. How are you traveling, my friend? I'm quite well. Yeah. Uh, I had a strange experience this afternoon that well, I wanted to... Yes, yes. I um. So just hanging out. It's very, very hot in Melbourne today. It uh, is. It got is. the aircon blast and was watching some TV and just like, oh, feeling a bit sleepy. Had a little bit of a nap, just a fifteen-minute power nap. But the thing that woke me up was my phone went off, and so I like half asleep checked it, and it was a message from a friend telling me that uh, Soldier Boy, the rapper, is making video game consoles. Oh, I did hear about. I've but like imagine you've just been asleep, yeah, and you wake up and it's like. Check out this Soldier Boy video game console. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Wow. I was, I did not know. I was like, yeah, I, I was just so confused. Like, was I in an alternate reality? Like, well, I was just Soldier like, Boy had to tell you. Man. Soldier Boy, tell him. And he did. And he, he did. did. And you. You. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, you about that video game. Uh, you about that video game. It's put me in a very strange mood for the yeah. rest of the day because I'm just like, I don't know how to deal with this fact immediately after waking up. It's just percolating around your mind. It's just, just it's day. it's really just messed me up, in. dude. So oh, I'm sure I'm God. sure that that's Life Magazine is going to help me feel much less messed yeah, up. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope. Yeah, so. Give me some real some tips to forget about. I I well, I'm oh. going to say that I'm definitely going to be tripping over a few words today because I'm still very hungover mm. from last night. So. Um, and we'll also, we want to we, we want to wrap this up so you can we can play with my uh, PSVR that I just yes got. exactly <laughs> you play that video uh, game you play that video game. Unfortunately, I do not have the Soldier Boy console, so we'll right. have to make do with my PlayStation. But we'll, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. That's all, all right. That well, let's crack into it. I guess. So this episode is going to be a little bit. There's going to be ver- a lot of graphic detail. This one, okay. This first story, not so much. When, hang on, when you say graphic detail, are we talking like sex? Are we talking about like violence? Are we talking about like what's the? No, neither of those things. Oh, surgery. So we're going to start with yes. There oh, will be okay. some surgery. All right, I don't like that, but yeah. So there's going to be a lot of cringing in this episode, being like, oh. oh, oh. All right, we'll look forward, uh, so, listeners. You can look forward to me uh, just as Paul reads stuff out, just consistently be there going. Oh, yeah, no, that, I mean no. that's what I was doing, reading them, yeah. and I could, I actually couldn't get through them because I was like, oh. You're right, really, you're really selling it for the people listening to this right now. Yeah, it's like, so hey, they're gonna love it. Do you want to hear something real bad? But first, we're going to start with a ghost story because I love okay. a ghost story. Yes, bring it on. So I got really excited seeing this one on the cover. Hell yeah! So a ghost put me in hospital. So pretty much everything is going to be hospital based. Okay, so we got a real, a real hospital themed episode. Yeah, hospital themed episode. Okay. So this one's from David Wright, eighty four, from Brookvale in New South Wales. I feel like if you're eighty four, most anything will put you in hospital. So I don't know how much blame lies on the ghost, but yep, let's find yep. out. So, hmm, this bedroom could do with sprucing up. I thought my wife Annie, my wife Anne, sixty one had been in hospital with ongoing medical issues and I was due to pick her up later that day. Are we... Sorry, because now that this is the third episode we're doing of this... Yes. Are we to believe that, uh, like, all these stories are written in this sort of, like, first-person narrative? Yes, yes. But, and I don't know if this necessarily says, but I'm assuming that, like, the person to whom this happened told it to someone who then turned it into an article. Yes, and, like, and... You know, manipulated it. Well, because right surely, way. like, so if you're sub- it's, it's easier for the eyes to read. Yeah, well, I think if you were submitting a story to get the money, like, 
not everyone would write the story in the exact same way. So it's obviously yes. been like re- which is just weird to think that like some editor for this magazine or whatever has basically like read on the story in this weird like dramatic narrative. Yeah, like the intro, like the first couple of paragraphs is like like trying to, is like world building. Yeah, it's almost. like <laughs> it's like setting the scene, and it's just it's 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 like vaguely prosaic, and I don't like it because it's, it just it's strange, isn't it? It just. It just really doesn't uh, gel with sort of the concept of what they're doing. Yeah, like these when when you just true tell stories, a story that's full of just fact. Like they're really like they're really decorating it up, aren't they? They're like really- I think if I if I was an editor of That's Life magazine, I think Linda Smith. Yeah, but I think that the way that I would do it is every single story would start with, "Oi, this is fucked." Yes, or like, "Oi, this thing happened to me, and it's insane." And I'm not even sure how to tell you this. Like, yeah, I, ne- <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> Two chicks at the same Two time. At the same time. <laughs> Hope we get one of those stories one day. Fingers Ooh, crossed. Yeah. Ooh, All right. Yes. Please continue, though. Okay. So, uh, so my wife Anne, 61, had been in hospital with ongoing medical issues, and I was due to pick her up later that day. Mm-hmm. So. Wanting to cheer her up, I went out and bought new sheets and a doona cover to make the room nice and cosy. Sure. That looks lovely, I thought, fluffing the pillows after I'd made the bed. Just before I left to collect Anne, I got bad news. The doctors wanted to keep her in the hospital for another night. Oh, bummer. Could have been worse, though. She could have died. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't want to sleep in the bed and mess it all up. And the same went for the spare rooms, which Anne always had ready for visitors. So I decided to camp out in the attic on a mattress. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it uh, could you not put the mattress in somewhere that's not the attic? One thing I noticed is they really like with this one. They really crowbarred in the attic. They really crowbarred that in. Because look, I have found. It's like I can understand like not wanting to mess up the bed that you just made. It's like oh, I'll leave it and make it nice. You for can it also make them again. You can. You can. I also but don't. Then, but then the. But then I guess even, you want like fresh sheets, mate. I do understand. Like fresh sheets are fantastic. They are. But even the fact that, like, oh, and the same went for the spare rooms. I didn't want to mess them up because they're always ready for visitors. It's like, well, if you don't want to sleep in that bed, it's your bed. Go do it. Sleep yeah, look, I... One. It's fine. Don't worry All right, about I think it. there's some real glaring logical issues straight I really, up. I just don't think they needed to even mention no, the spare rooms. No, I've not... Yeah, I don't know. But even then, it's like, just fucking sleep on your couch. I mean, yeah. I guess he's old. but He is. And maybe he can't get the mattress. To, why is the mattress in the attic if he's too old to yeah, move it? Look, I, I have yeah. a lot of issues with it. But I think the main thing here is like, I don't think I've... It's rare to hear of an attic that's not creepy. Yes. It's always full of spiders, well, uh, boxes he, of old, dusty stuff. It's just creep central. Here we go. Climbing up the stairs of my old Victorian home. Oh, fuck off. So there you go. The attic of a Victorian home is not comfortable. No. This is going to be like a real like A-frame kind of shit. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. high I roofs. I got comfy there, and dozed Creepy off. corners and ugh, no thanks. I got comfy and dozed off. You, nobody dozes off in an attic. Like it's, it's a sleep that comes through high anxiety. Because you can hear so many noises. What are you doing, man? Then, I don't believe this. Here we go. Then, in the middle of the night, I woke with a start. The wrinkled face of an old lady just inches from my from my face. His wife came home early. <laughs> I was thinking. Well, his his wife wasn't that old. She was 61, so like I think it was an older lady than that. You used to have wrinkles when you're 61. That's true. No, that's that's fair. But yeah, sure. So, uh, the wrinkled face of an old lady just inches from my face was staring at me. But the house is empty, I thought, my brain struggling to comprehend what I was seeing. 
a ghost. I realized. I really wish they went. Yeah, I was going to say a ghost. Ah! I like scream. I like. It's why you can't like theater. So wait, does it actually say R? Or is that your own edition? No, it says it's capital A A. R-G-H. Because they could just say... Sorry, only the first one's a capital as well. Because it could just say, you know, I screamed. Yeah, it said, ah! Feels like a weird... I screamed. ...edition. Look, look there's... That, that's, there it is. Uh, listers, it does indeed say, ah. <laughs> ah! I screamed. But as I jumped up, I slipped and hit my head on a chest of drawers. Then everything went black. Dude, fuck that attic. Yeah. I know. What are you doing, dude? Coming to, I felt dizzy and realised my forehead was bleeding badly. Ooh. Shakily, I stumbled down the stairs and called Triple O. You have a concussion, a paramedic said, stretching me into the ambulance. Rushed to the same hospital my Anne was at. Oh, well, that's convenient, My I forehead suppose. was stitched up. It is very convenient, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously he'd prefer to not be in hospital, but... Yeah, yeah. We'd like to monitor you overnight, the doctor said. It's late, so I won't worry, Anne, I thought. The next morning, a nurse took me for a CT scan. While we were waiting for the lift, I heard a familiar voice. It was Anne! What on earth are you doing here, she said. You'll never guess, I said, relaying my terrifying tale. You'd do anything to see me, wouldn't you? She laughed, hugging me. Well, I was missing you, I joked. Hmm. Diagnosed with a fractured skull, I was discharged that afternoon with Anne. David, the the room looks beautiful, she exclaimed when we got home. Still, as I drifted off to sleep that night, I hoped my ghostly guest wouldn't make another appearance. I later learned from neighbours that a previous owner, a little old lady, had died in the house. I'm guessing it was her spirit that I saw. I'm guessing it's not. (laughs) And that she was a bit perturbed to see me in her attic. Sadly, my aunt died a couple of years later, aged 63 from heart problems. 13 years on, I miss my wife every day, but I've never been spooked by a resident ghost again. The end. They feel like a real unnecessary bummer at the end. Like, I know, by the right? way, by the way, my wife that I did all this for died. Not really relevant to the story. And I miss noticing. her every day. That's what I keep noticing in these. That they just keep throwing those little bits in at the end, just like little footnotes almost. So, so what do we think actually happened here? Like, I reckon he just, he had a dream, woke up, hit his head. Like Woke up with a start. Yep, I think so. He, I mean, I would love to believe it's a ghost, though. I, I'm, I'm definitely the Fox Mulder of this, is that yeah, I, I want to believe. I I am extremely sceptical of yeah. all of that stuff. I want to believe. But I just, I feel like, I just feel like it wasn't a ghost. <laughs> yes. Yep, I agree. I think I agree with you there. Okay, so, on to our next one. Okay. So, this is where we start moving into the graphic detail. Okay. All right. Like, so, I I will also say that all of these, uh, all of these stories that I'm reading today are all stories for cash. Oh, so they're they're all stories. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yes. And they all have, like, some kind of picture along with it that uh, kind of it makes it seem more real. Okay, sure. That kind of validates it a little bit. So, our first one. Giving birth gave me PTSD. 
Okay. Um, okay. I could see how that would happen. Yeah. I like, I, you know, prenatal, like postnatal depression, all that kind of stuff. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, PTSD, I think, is probably more extreme. But, yeah. But I, yeah. I, can, I can certainly understand how that could happen. Yeah. So. Particularly if it was a lengthy uh, process, like lengthy labor that's just a bit, I don't know, it can be a bit. Gross. I, yeah. I, say, I say this as you know, the two of us sit here having no children whatsoever. No, not at all. And but I'm oh, I'm familiar with the concept. I, I know. Obviously, I know people who who have had kids. My I've known as one of them. I've known. Um, yes, I've known many people known many with people children. With I've children. known. I, in fact, yeah. myself was once a child. I was once. Yes. And but I've also never experienced birth firsthand. I have. So, when I was born. Oh, that, oh, that's the other time <laughs> I have. Also, sorry. You're correct. You're Don't really remember it, to be honest. No, no. So, um, so like birth trauma is a thing. Sure. Yes. But no one's questioning that. The uh, let's go into some of the details of this birth trauma. Though. If we must, we we must. We need to like we need to get we need to hey, delve into every aspect I guess, of this magazine. I guess that's life. It, that is life. Exactly. All righty. Here we go. So, giving birth gave me PTSD. This is from Bree Hicks, 33, in Minchinbury, New South Wales. Sure. So, Bree has suffered devastating long-term problems. It won't be long, my husband Ryan, now 34, said. I was in labour with our first baby and it was going smoothly. You're fully dilated, the midwife nodded 11 hours in. But then, the monitor went off saying my baby's heart rate had dropped. Ooh. A doctor decided my bub should be vacuumed out. I, sorry, uh, again, I you know I I don't I don't want to express my ignorance to the the more uh, the details I suppose of the process, but uh, vacuumed out. Vacuumed out. I've never heard of that. I mean, before. I think we can all probably make a logical assumption. Yeah, well, as we to, understand what that is, but not. Oh, I definitely why. know what I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think actually reading this story is more about our ignorance than anything else. So, like, that's what the kind of the fun bit. Okay. Like, oh my God, these idiots. Yep. So, I am, yep. okay, uh, just, you know, just to, just to clarify. So, I'm assuming they're taking a Dyson and they're sticking it up to her lady parts. Yes. Yep. I mean, it could pick up a bowling suck ball. her baby out. Yeah. Yeah. So, why couldn't it? Babies weigh less than bowling they balls. They do. I they think. They do. Generally, anyway. Depends yeah. on the bowling ball, I suppose. Depends on the ball. And the baby. And the baby. Yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> All right. So, tugging and yanking, he brought our baby, a little girl we called Ruby, into the world. That's the sound it makes. <laughs> yeah, and then they have the- like in the in the dirt bag. They just have the baby catcher in the back. <laughs> yep, the placenta's in the dirt bag. Yep. Oh yes. Got to cut so, the umbilical cord from the as it's being sucked up the vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! I didn't get to meet her though. We need to take you to theatre to repair your tear, I was told. Hearing it should just take 40 minutes, I opted to have no general anaesthetic. Okay, I so a little bit about me. Uh, I'm not a big fan of... of I mean, look, I, I don't have a problem with getting surgery, yeah. but my rationale is always knock, do, knock me out and do what you got to do. Yeah. I don't want to be conscious. Get your stuff done. And people are like, oh, but it can be dangerous and stuff. Like, okay, but like, I just don't like... Seriously... If I have if to I'm have like bleed, it's going to be dangerous. Anyway. Well, man, anything more serious than minor dental work, knock me the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Like you I want to do on board a with root canal, just fucking knock me out. I'm on board with you there. I don't need to be there. Yeah. 
So my feeling is, if you are offered it's a general like anaesthetic... Gonna, it's not like I'm going to review you as you're doing it either, so it's like, I mean, it's that, fine, that may also relate to both of our predilections for prescription medication. <laughs> yeah, very good point there, very good but point. But I do think that... Um, if you are given the option for a general anaesthetic, why would you say no? Yes. Um, if the option's there, there's a reason why the option's there too. Yeah. You because I, I don't, I don't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, so hearing it should take 40 minutes, I opted to have no general anaesthetic. Shockingly, I was still being stitched up four hours later. I had a fourth degree tear that went up into my rectum, which could cause long-term problems. I didn't know. I mean, like I'm thinking, but like, in my mind, degrees go first, second, third degree. Yeah. Fourth degree, I don't even know what to make of that. I mean, yeah. putting aside the fact that, like, I'm, again, familiar that, like, vaginal tears and those things happen yeah, during, happen. during, but, like, during birth. For the, for the tear to go into your rectum. Yeah, that sounds... That's, that sounds horrendous. Like, she's, like she's basically just got, like, like, her vagina and butthole, like, it's just one big hole now. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Ooh, well, yeah, like I would not wish that on anybody. I'm very sorry to all of our female listeners yeah. if we have any. Yeah. Because that, that sounds atrocious to me and mm. I only have one of those things. Yeah, ex- amen, amen. And it got worse. Oh, good. My blood pressure was so low, internal bleeding was suspected. Oh, God. Heading back into surgery, I was given three blood transfusions. Fucking hell. You're too sick to meet your daughter today, the nurse said afterwards. The next morning, the pain was unbearable, but I grimaced through it as I held Ruby for the first time. I needed another two blood transfusions that week before I was wheeled out of hospital in a chair six days later because I couldn't walk. Bloody hell. Literally, bloody hell. Yeah, fuck. This is not how it's meant to be, I thought tearfully. That's probably an accurate assessment. Mm -hmm. The next six months were terrible. I couldn't move or walk properly, but the, six but the nightmares were, were the worst. Haunted by frightening dreams of, of the birth, I spoke to my GP. Seeing a psychologist, I was diagnosed with PTSD. It's been two years, but certain things still trigger me, mainly medical situations. Makes sense. Yeah. I've had four more surgeries to repair my damage to my perineal and rectal areas. It's been hard physically and mentally. If the next procedure is not successful, I'll need a colostomy bag fitted. Oh, that sucks. I love Ruby to bits, but I don't know if I'll ever have another child. Fair. I, I urge other women to seek help if they're stressed and anxious weeks after their birth. It's good to know you're not alone. How intense is that? I mean, I don't want to... Yeah, obviously, I don't want to really make light of this because, like, that's brutal, man. That... That baby split her open, Literally like legit split, split her. her open. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, this is one of those stories where it's like, I mean, we can, you know, joke around bits and pieces, but like overall, I fully believe that happened. And yeah. that's just, that's yeah, like worst definitely. case scenario shit, man. How in- intense is that? Like, that is fucked, dude. Like, oh, f- that, that just, it just, it, I, bogg- it boggles the mind. Like, I know that, you know, I, I know that, you know, uh, like, ladies can die from giving birth and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, but yeah. But with, with modern medicine, that doesn't happen as often as it used to, obviously. But it's still just terrifying to know that it can fuck your life up that badly. Yeah, that's insane, man. Yeah. Not just like, oh, I got kids and, oh, my life's changed. Yeah. It's literally Had like, myself a baby, can't go get drunk every night. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. Like, but I mean, you still is, could. You still could. Literally, you... you like it's, it's he just not probably impossible. shouldn't. Yeah, he just probably shouldn't. Yeah. 
It's entirely possible, but just probably. <laughs> We're going to make great parents. Oh, we, we, we will eventually, <laughs> eventually. So after all that, let's just take a breather and let's just go through a couple of other little things. I so so I last week's episode that. was some uh, Hot or Not, some Whinge of the Week. I recall, yes. This week we're going for some just random facts. Cool. Uh, all right. What's the context here? Why are they just... Does that it's, like justify it's, it's, it's about, just random facts? It's called living well, this bit. Okay. So it's... Um, are we talking like, you know... A drop of lavender on your pillow will help you sleep better again. Like that kind of shit again? Yeah, and um, kind of things like, oh, oh, this is what vitamin D does for you. This is what eggs does for you. What like, eggs does? What eggs does. Hey, what them eggs do? Well, hey, show me what them eggs do. Show me what them eggs do, show baby. Show me what that eggs do. <laughs> what that egg yeah. do. <laughs> so, here's a fact. 0.14. The grams of fecal matter the average person adds to the water when they go for a swim. Okay, so you said this is going to be like, that's gross. Like, it's no baby splitting you open, but that's gross. Yep. So, does that mean irrespective of how much water? So, like, if you're swimming in a small amount of water, that is a much more significant yes. proportion yeah. so of fecal that matter. Is, that is literally the the weight mm. that you release every time you go for a swim. 0.14 grams. I guess that's why you're supposed to shower that, that, before you go that, for a that's swim. A, that's, a bit over a, uh, that's a bit over a tenner, bro. Like, that's, you know... Mm. Oh, no, actually, no, I'm lying. No, so no, no, that'd be... A bit over a point. A bit yeah. over a point, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's another one. Two in three. This many parents worrying about dosages and frequency correct when giving their children medication. Okay. Um, just just reread the the instructions. It's fine. Well... I don't... I just... I don't... Is that a, is that a fact? It's just like, okay, like... Yeah. It's a statistic. Breaking news. It's a statistic. Breaking news. Parents want to make sure they're not giving their kids too many drugs. Yep. Bingo. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Bingo. And here's the last one. You could be contagious for up to three weeks after suffering a bout of gastroenteritis. I definitely have not stayed home from work that long when I have gastro. No. Who does? No. Who can afford that? Would you? Just wash your hands a lot. Yeah, just and yeah. don't don't like go spitting just, in people's just be food. Just diligent. Yeah. Just be diligent. Ugh. Well. Alrighty. Some pretty gross facts you got there. Yeah. So so we're definitely we're definitely on board with some with some gross shit going on in this episode. So does this mean the next story you have for me is also? Well, in a way, this one weirded me out because I know how bad I used to be about it. Okay. I'm not ne- nowhere near it anymore. But have you ever been... Sorry, that's just the Bible flicking around there. Um, have you ever been a nail biter? I've seen your nails and they are very nice nails. Uh, I used to when I was younger and I think now my nails tend to get quite long before I cut them. Yeah. Because I, cause I used to bite them, I never had to cut them. And so now I forget yes. and then I look at my nails and go, in fact, even now, it's like, I should probably cut my nails. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe about a uh, little less than a year ago, I was doing really well with how my nails were going. And it's kind of a good thing for like to be like, oh, my anxiety is going well because I'm not biting mm. my nails, or or I also pick my nails, so I, I go very deep. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like I'm worried about like pulling a tooth out or fucking a tooth up, yeah, biting them. So I'm picking them with my other nails. Okay. So, oh, just looking at the picture. Okay, I'll show you the picture when Do we I? get there. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
So, I bit my nails and lost my thumb. Um, yeah. Like, where did it go? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Courtney didn't realise her habit could lead to a horror diagno- diagnosis. Courtney Whithorn, 20, from the Gold Coast. Gold Coast, of course. Yeah. They're all thumb biters up there. I don't know what that means. That, that, yeah. that, that could be construed. <laughs> I, was, I, was just, I was just trying to like take that in. And yeah, I'm like, like, no, that, I've got nothing for is that. Is that a... I feel like that's offensive. It's somewhere yeah. like unintentionally. <laughs> no, isn't, isn't being like calling someone a nail biter like someone who's like that. Yeah, I was thinking it's like, it's, like a, it's like a thing you're like, uh, you know, like I've got to fuck you kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like some kind of foreign way of being like, eh, fuck I, you, I fuck off. My, I Bite my thumb at you. Yeah, I bite my thumb. Again, at we you. could look yeah. into this, but we're not going to. No, we're not going to. We'll, we'll let you guys. Yeah, it's you know, called engagement, man. It's uh, engagement. You know, uh, what's life pod? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. What's life pod at gmail dot com or what's life pod dot com. Let us know. Let us know what biting your thumb means. Yeah, you you do the research and and we'll use it as content. Alrighty. Also, this is going to be like by the time people hear this, it'll be ages ago, and we're going to get this email, and we're like, "What the what, fuck what is the this fuck about?" Are you talking about? Yeah, we yeah. are. We are banking quite a few up before we release. We are. Any, so. We are. So, staring at the blood dripping down my hand, I'd realised with horror what I'd done. I've bitten off my whole thumbnail. What the I thought? The whole thumbnail. Okay, yeah. that's I'd, still insane. But I developed a bad habit of anxiously biting my nails after years of bullying, and now I'd gone and done this. I have to keep it hidden. I panicked. Okay. If, if the people at school saw that I chewed off my whole thumbnail, the bullying would only get worse. It's a vicious cycle. So I used fake nails to cover it and always clenched my hand in a fist. Okay. When you... Like, I, I believe... And again, don't use fake nails. Uh, yeah. But my understanding is that you glue fake nails onto your regular nails. Yes. So if she's attaching fake nails, wouldn't that require her to like glue it that's exactly what I... To oh, her I actual thumb without that... Oh, that sounds extremely weird. unpleasant. That me feel weird. Um, uh, so I used fake nails to cover it and always clenched my hand in a fist, even hiding it from my parents. When it turned black, mm. that made me even more self-conscious. No, no, no. By year 11, nail-biting had become a sort of coping mechanism for me. Sometimes I didn't even know I was doing it. And I was chewing so often... I'd lost some of the feeling in my fingers. After what I'd done to my thumb, the nail never looked the same again. It only grew on one side and remained black. What the fuck? Then four years later, the skin around my nail started to turn black as well. Oh my god! I freaked out and showed my family for the first. Oh, it's gonna get infected. It's gonna get amputated, isn't she? I just looked at the at the thumb again. Do I have to see it? You don't have to, but no, we will be feel posting like a, it on the Facebook. I don't know if that's a good idea. We can get banned for that if it's particularly bad. It's, it's, I guess it is in a publicly available magazine. We, just, we also just say content warning before we post it. Uh, I don't know. I don't so, know if you can, yeah, all right. Showed my family. I freaked out and showed my family the first time. Going to the doctor, I was referred to a plastic surgeon. We'll remove your nail bed and put a skin graft over it to get rid of the black. The surgeon explained. Great, I exclaimed. Happy I was finally going to look normal. But before my surgery, the, told me, the doctor told me he suspected something more serious was going mm. on. Thinking it could be cancerous, he wanted to do a biopsy. Oh, God. 
I was so nervous, and to make matters worse, the results came back as uncertain. We'll have to remove your whole nail bed to give us more tissue for another biopsy, he explained. I knew it was better to be safe than sorry, but when the next set of results came back, it was bad news. It was malignant. Sorry, it's malignant. The doctor so that means it's cancerous, me yeah? Yeah. You've got, you've got acral lentiginous sub, subungual melanoma. I know the word melanoma in that. Acral so, lentiginous subungual melanoma. Well, I know melanoma means cancer uh, of the skin so or something like that. It's a rare type of cancer where the damage to my nail bed had likely created dangerous cells. Cool. Mum burst into tears. Stunned, the only thing going ar- around my head was, I've done this to myself. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like... Oh, I just looked again. Oh, God. God. Um, I mean, yeah, on the one hand you have, but like, it's a psychological thing. Like, it's, yeah. it's not like you're just like, I bite my nails for fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Still, ugh. Yeah. I thought of other, all the other people I knew who bit their nails and had no idea it could lead to cancer. So, hang on, this, this picture, is this uh, at this point that it was taken? Like, yeah, at what point when, am I seeing... when se- the nail bed was removed. Oh, okay, so I'm seeing it at that point in the story. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right, fine. Um, uh, thankfully, a scan of the inside of my thumb showed no more cancerous cells. But a week later, I was at work as a part-time receptionist when I got a text from the plastic, plastic surgeon. Surgeon. Fuck, I really am stumbling over words now. <laughs> the protocol for this rare melanoma is amputation. It read. So you're right on the right on the money there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like the headline kind of gave it away. Yeah. yeah. Seeing the word amputation, I ran outside, barely able to breathe. Following me, my boss tried to calm me down. Then my mum had to come and get me. What have I done? I sobbed to her. The next day, I went to see a melanoma specialist who agreed that amputation was necessary. If we see anything cancerous, then we'll have to take the whole thumb, I was told before I was wheeled into theatre. This is no good. Coming around, I was told I still had my thumb, and I was so happy. But two lymph nodes had been taken out for them to test whether or not the cancer had spread. We found more cancerous, uh, found more cancerous cells, the doctor explained. It's not spread too far yet, but it is there. He explained it had been caught on the cusp of it going to the rest of my body. The timing had been everything. As the cancer had started to travel, the only option left now is amputation, he told me. I was much more prepared for that news a second time around, but it was still so upsetting. Mm. In July, my thumb was removed from just above the knuckle. I'll need regular blood tests and scans over the next five years to make sure the cancer doesn't come back. If it does, I'll just have to keep cutting away more until it's gone for good. There's not enough research to say what the survival rate is or what the likelihood of it coming back is because they don't know much about it. I've had to defer uni for a year because I can't write. A positive thing, a positive thing that has come of all of it has been my amazing, amazing boyfriend, Tyson Donnelly, 20. Without Tyson and my family, I honestly don't know how I would have got through it. Well, look, I guess... I was. I mean, you know, you don't need to have thumbs. 
Yes. Well, you don't. I mean, one thumb. You're like, it, it kind of does. Opposable thumbs is a big thing. I guess as far as the boyfriend's concerned, like, good on you for sticking with her when she can only use one of her thumbs to stick up your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> sorry to make light of it, but you know, I got her. No, nah, but it is her right hand, so I'm sure she's work. She's working his. She's working his cock with the right and thumb with the left. An interesting grip. Yeah. Without the thumb. Having someone to talk to is important through something like this. Alone, you'll implode. I want young people to read my story and believe in themselves. Some people have asked me who my biggest hero is or my biggest biggest influence is. Sorry. I need to read this properly because okay. this is a fucking great bit. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Some people have asked who my asked me who my biggest hero is or my biggest influencer. Yeah. And now I say me. What? Be your own person and be who you need to be. The end. That's not... I, She's, she is an inspiration to herself. Okay, be your own hero, I can kind of get behind... Give me a sec. Uh, be your own influencer doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Anyway, okay, here okay, we go. Oh, actually, I'm gonna, be- before I show you these pictures, yep. I will read this other bit. Okay. So, this is just a... And so, so, we know what we're going through. All right, all right. Can biting your nails cause cancer? Well, apparently. <laughs> Acral lentiginous subungeal melanoma is a type of melanoma... That appears on the palms of the hands, I, as, uh, underneath the nails, or soles of the feet. Well, as I understand it, like trauma can cause cells to mutate and mm. become cancerous. Yeah. The cause of the rare cancer is not known, as it's always, as it's not always linked to sun exposure, but some studies suggest prior ta- trauma to the area, right, such as a cut or injury, could be a link to the disease. Interesting. So that gives you a bit of an idea. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm just right. going to show you this picture yep. All right. okay. of, what was her name again? I'm sorry, Courtney. So, that, that's what her hand looks like now, without her thumb. Okay, so it, she just looks, looks like above like the joint, Yeah, basically. just pretty much just above the joint. Yeah, that's... It looks fine. Okay, well, that's actually... like You could still absolutely shove that nub up a butthole. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, for sure. Like, if anything, it'd be better because there's, yeah, no, no there's no nail. Yeah, yeah. very good point. <laughs> I love how you were, we were both on the no, same, because, same like, stretch I mean, there. Like, yeah, no nail. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had a thumb in my butthole before, and it's yep. a bit scratchy. Yeah, it can get a bit scratchy. All right, so this picture. is this is the when the nail started to turn black. Okay, okay, so uh, that's not, it's great. not too bad. It's not great. Yeah, no, it looks uh, no good, but like not terrible. Okay, we, are you ready? Also, there's the picture of the boyfriend, and yeah, yeah. he definitely likes Tyson, a thumb on the butt, and his name is definitely Tyson. Tyson. Fine. Yeah. Okay, we ready? Yeah. All right. Well, that's unpleasant. So that's the entire nail bed removed. Honestly, I think you're more sensitive. It's not as bad as I was expecting. Like, it's gross. It's definitely it's gross. gross. No yeah. one's saying it's not. Yeah. Uh, I think it was because I hadn't read the story yet. Mm. I thought when I saw it, I was like, oh. Well, hey. Uh, it's a bummer. Could have been worse. Yep. It could have been At worse. At least she didn't get split open. Yes, I agree. I feel like the bar has been set there. The bar has been set. The bar has been set as being literally split open. Good Lord. And up into that the is rectum. That will haunt me. Yeah, that's that's not a fun one. It's not a fun thought. Oh my god! Well, it's been a very uh, uh, medical themed. Yes, and it, we've learned a lot though. We have learned a lot. Well, uh, yeah, I learned don't bite your fucking nails. Yep, Paul. And <laughs> maybe don't have a baby either. Well, look, <laughs> I think we're probably right there. I think we're okay there. It means. Yep. It's just, I mean, I already would be like, always have a lot of respect for a woman who's giving oh, birth. Yeah, it's pain that we will never experience. Yeah, and, and something seems that like I, it's going to suck. I'm, seems like it would suck. Like, I'm feeling pretty happy that I don't have to. Yeah, either. look, it like, seems like I'm it would suck, but that just, about that. that's another dimension of like, yeah. Oh, also, this could happen. Yeah. So that's yeah. wowzers. Yeah. Oof. 
So that was that was a that was a very informative episode. <laughs> and having you know enjoyed all of that uh, detailed surgical story, I think it's about time we sign off and have some dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, I think that's a great idea. So oh, I don't know about you, but that uh, that disgusting nail bed made me hungry. Oh yes. So um, let thank you to uh, Linda Smith and your November as always eight issue of your tireless life. work will continue to go recognised by us. Yes, it will never go unnoticed by us. No, until we stop doing this podcast for yes, some reason. But for that. the moment, <laughs> we for got the you. Moment, you're our god. Yes. You're our god. Um, well, I suppose that brings us to the end. So, yes. uh, once again, to reiterate, uh, in case you skipped the episode just to get to the sweet, uh, the sweet. social plugs at the end, <laughs> uh, What's Life Pod at, uh, for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, What's Life Pod at gmail.com to email us, yeah. or What's Life Pod.com uh, for a little bit more info. Episodes so far, uh, you can contact us there too. Yep, all that kind of shit. Um, now, I think next time we're going to potentially have a guest. Haven't locked anything fingers yet. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that that's the plan. Anyway, that's the that's so the look, plan. So that, yeah, that's that's the plan. So hopefully that is the case. TBC, TBC, one hundred percent TBC. Yeah, but uh, it's looking promising. Yes, yes. So and you will find out who that guest is. When the episode comes out. So. Absolutely, you will. It'll yep. probably be in the title. So if yes, you're listening to a backlog of these episodes, you'll know already. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> to us for doing it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well done, you, you jumping into the future. <laughs> yeah. Where did you go? And well done us for getting, insert name here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that has not been figured out yes, yet. Yes, not yet, not yet. Um, cool. Well, look... Uh, Good chat. Yeah. Always, <laughs> I still don't know how to end this. Always a fun one. We need, I mean, you've, got, you've got a good intro. I feel like I need to work on a sign-off. So, maybe. You know, maybe that's a good The load idea. is being yeah. shared. I'll yeah. try and think of one for next week, maybe, especially yeah. if we're going to have a guest. We want to sound slightly professional. Slightly a bit. Only a, slightly. A little more professional than I'll this, try and think of a sweet sign-off. Only a little bit. Uh, yeah. We don't want to go too far. Nah, cool. We, we don't want to look. We don't want to be too, too sheeny. Well, you know? for the moment, we don't have one. So, peace out. Bye.